Hey everybody, welcome to the Valley Cast. If you're new here, just know Elliot, Lee, uh, and, and, and Joe, and Steve are real nice people, and we're, you're going to have a real good time, so stay tuned, have a good time, we all love the Valley folks, so um, we think you will too. <laughs> hey everybody. Honestly, what a perfect way to set up this like completely low energy episode it, of the podcast. It's you're gonna get. weirdly synchronous. It's perfect. I feel like I know that guy. Uh, I feel like I'm blowing. <laughs> you taking me down a little bit? Yeah. Uh, That's so funny. Yeah, he sounds like us when we like do that thing. Mm-hmm. He sounds like what we're going to sound like for the next hour. <laughs> yeah. If you're new, this is definitely go back to episode nine. <laughs> I'm just playing some royalty-free calm music Great, for us because nice. I feel I like it also sets the tone for the. Okay, well, never mind. It's oh, loaded now because we have terrible internet. Great. Uh, this is never a, mind. We're not going to get relaxing music today, guys. Borderline a, unusable internet. This is a podcast from the Valley Folk. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. If you are new, uh, we are normally present with a female named Lee Newton. She's not here today. That's her name. Um, Let me um, write that down. Yeah, yeah write it down. Because uh, it's, it's this been is like, becoming a problem. It got yeah. It's been a year the ahead. first four times it was. Born. I know. I just I'm so bad with. Names. I get it. You're like literally the worst. <laughs> if that was the real case. Ten years of working with someone. Is it well, ten years? How long have we worked together? Twenty eleven? Your twenty twelve. You're name blind. Name blind. Seven years. I'm name blind. Name blind is my favorite uh wham song. Name blind opened for Pearl Jam in nineteen ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen that historical roasts show? I haven't yet because I'm afraid. It's very cringy. There's like some funny stuff. I bet but you there's some good writing. There's very good yeah. writing. The Harriet Tubman moment with the because the first episode is it's on Netflix. It's almost like a drunk his. I mean, it's roasts. Oh, I know exactly what it's it ro- is. Well, the audience yeah. may not know, but the, yeah. but it's roasts. Jeffrey Ross is the host, and it's every episode is like different historical figures, and it's a brilliant idea. They're roasting like. A, a historical figure, but they're also roasting them as historical characters, right? Correct? But they're also like, yeah, and they're not yeah. they're they're acknowledging the future and the past, and they're saying that they're dead and things like that. Yeah. So, so it's but the audience is also like dressed up in period clothing, and oh, it's like, and and like the first episode is like Bob Saget is Abraham Lincoln, and you're like, fuck yeah, right? Like you're like in, but it's like it seems scripted. It seems like all of Bob Saget's like responses are scripted and like they're told things to say probably. And Natasha Legero was there and then um John Stamos was there and then the comedian playing Harriet Tubman which her name escapes me. I've never seen her before. But Jeffrey Ross is just this like random guy and uh um uh John Stamos is John Wilkes Booth. That's and funny Natasha too. Legero like is Mary Todd Lincoln. And it was fine. Natasha Legero is funny and but then like um, John Stamos's current wife is in the audience and she's dressed up and they kept like cutting back to her going like oh you know that's my husband and then John Stamos was like really I'm not gonna watch it it's I'm really not, cringy yeah it just doesn't it sounds like one of those things like it's just cool in concept and I have no yeah no interest <laughs> but like the like I said there were moments where like I kind of, I guess every roast is kind of like this there's moments where it's like fucking hilarious like Jeffrey Ross is always yeah. funny mm-hmm. And Natasha Legero is always funny. But something that has to be like that, that has to be produced and it has to be. It's it like sounds too like it scripted. Got, yeah, it sounds like it got Netflixed a little it bit. It definitely got Netflixed. It, um, when I think about it, and I'll watch it eventually, but when I think about it, I think it's it's a hard 
complete buy-in for an audience. Like you're gonna get. Yeah. You know, it's hard to get a hundred percent from mean, the audience. You're gonna get like eighty or ninety. Is, when I see it, and yeah. I think about that show, and I saw what they were doing. My thought was, cool. I get it. There's gonna be. This is just comedians having a chance to make a lot of money and have fun. Mm. Like I was happy Pretty for them. Pretty much, I was like, oh, yeah. Go, go it play in your like, sandbox. That's cool. It seems like it's like s- s- most of the jokes are hit or miss. I mean, of course, they're they're very hit that, or miss. That's a roast. It's also easily sellable idea. It's like yeah, it's yeah. A very super idea. sellable. But it's but it's also like I don't know. It was cringy. We watched like two or three um, episodes, <clears> and Alana and I got to like the beginning of episode three. And by that point, we weren't even paying attention anymore. And she was like, can I turn this off? And I was like, perfect. Yeah, absolutely you can turn That's this off. That's a great off. moment when you realize you're both bored. Yeah, and, and like, you both don't uh, want it anymore. It? <laughs> and um, it was just like the sounds coming out of the TV were like just done. Because yeah. people being obnoxious. No, oh, I bet you smell like poop on the weekend. And then it's like, okay, I'm done with yeah. all this that feeling when you're actually physically exhausted from a television show, but not because of emotional roller coasters, like a, a sad tragedy that really tore you up but was poignant. That's a different right, kind of exhaustion. Right. You're talking about the, I just let, I really just let a TV suck my soul I, and yeah, time away for yeah. three hours. It Why totally, did I do that? That's totally what that was. Yeah, yeah. I've done that before. Um, but the, yeah, the Miley but like Cyrus a, Black but, Mirror episode. Uh, dude, <laughs> the whole season. I was like, Black how Mirror. is this an an hour long? Like, this feels like it is four. It went hours. forever. Um, but we don't just. Uh, trash new we TV like on this show. No, we like Elliot like was saying, um, we're, we shoot the shit on this podcast. We bring topics to the table, and uh, we don't have Lee, so we're just gonna. It's just gonna be kind of like a loose kind of maybe. Well, we don't have Lee, and also like I am so tired. It's one of those days. Yeah, and I'm just like, let's. I apologize and thank you for having me, and 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 it is what it is. We just put our energy into a hot take. Check yeah, that out. I put all YouTube. that energy, and then when it was done, I was just like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, when this podcast comes out, you will also have just been on the other side of the debut of season two of your show on youtube.com slash the Valley Folk. Uh, we're really happy with what's coming out. Really it looks fun. Great. Uh, it's so funny. Uh, parody that should have come out earlier. So long ago. <laughs> <laughs> People know it's in the trailer, though. It's yeah. a Game of Thrones. Break. We can say that. Um, and it's, uh, it's yeah. cutting edge. So, guys, I, I have a topic that uh, I'm just going to bust right in with really quick. But I was looking at the source. Oh, Jesus, the Valley folks subreddit. Um, wow. <laughs> so close. <laughs> yes. um, I was looking Kate, at the val- edit that out. <clears throat> I was looking looking at the Valley folk subreddit, and there is a breaking news video here. A breaking news video. Yeah, it says breaking news. It's a post, and it says breaking news, and then there's a video attached to it, and it says breaking news. Rhett and Link lied on trivia bidet. They've been studying crayons for 10 years. And then what follows is a video of the called the Crayon Colors Song by Rhett and Link. Oh, yeah, dude. I know exactly of which you are you familiar you with this? Oh, yeah. That's, I'll play a little clip of it. That's some old school Rhett and Link, Oops. my friend. There's a cameo in that video. Are you in it? No, but a girl that you know very well is. Is it Brie? No. Is it Trisha? No. Is it Lee? Watch it. Is it I, me? I just want you. I want your uh, reaction to happen live. Is it Strawberry Seventeen? Is that she might I'm be saying? in it too? But there's somebody else. You will see. Oh my God! Is it Heather? No. 
That looked like Heather. No. Oh, I see. It's Lynn's DeFranco. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay DeFranco. How old is this? Old. And Very old, Rhett and Link. They used to rock out so much original, really listen toable, fun music. And they still do. That's what they're doing on tour. But yeah, I, I remember this song. Do you think this is a requested song when they travel, when they tour and they do it when they tour? It will probably? be now. <laughs> yeah. Get ready yeah. for that bump, Rhett and Link. They're very so it looks like they're pretty familiar. And this video is about three minutes long. So um Yeah, but they didn't get the colors. They missed the colors on They both missed the day. colors? Yeah. Then why is this breaking news? I Stellar think, Rush. I think Stellar um, Rush was making a cute I connection. Think we, unfortunately, because of the climate we live in, especially on digital media, people are inherently reactive and dramatic. Jump to conclusions. And this is yeah. another example. Where, Jump to conclusions look, is a shade I, of red. They're going to go low with the studying of the Jump crayon colors. Uh, I'm going to go high. And uh, and I, I think we all should and, and move past this because there are more important things um than this and we're not trying so this to was just a funny a joke is what was happening was here yeah. and oh, it's did i leave this here oops yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been here for weeks <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so i thought that was an interesting thing that's very that funny. they that they that they already knew all of these crayon colors mm-hmm. and apparently they're being called out here by this user seller rush but i thought about what's the lie did they say that they didn't because they're saying rent link lied it's like somebody took like uh, puzzle pieces from seven different puzzles, <laughs> and tried to but show all them of together. these puzzles were various conspiracy theories that you could stick together. And yeah, you're hoping that you would have one, but at the end, it was just a jumbled mess yeah. of two D puzzle pieces that made no yes. sense. They tried yeah. to make a conspiracy theory, and it failed horribly. And, what they and ended I did up it doing, live on this podcast, yes, you did. and I thought it would be fun, <laughs> and it was instantly shot down as untrue. And now I feel like I've got egg on my face <sighs> because this user once again named. Stellar Rush. Stellar Rush thought it would be funny to say that this is breaking news. I so think... I'm just going to take some notes here really quick. Oh, there's some anti-comedy funny there. So that's pretty fun. God dang it. <laughs> Never read anything posted by Stellar Rush on the podcast ever again. Dirty liar. Dirty liar. Cool. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving well, on. Uh, Dirty liar is actually a... Shade of Brown. Dirty Liar opened for Pearl Jam in 1997. Also, my third favorite Wham song. <laughs> Wham, also a shade of purple. Uh, all right, someone else, for God's sakes, Wham. rescue me from uh, this drowning gotcha, pool gotcha. of lies. I gotcha. Um, I am um, worried about Britney Spears. <laughs> Dude, that was... And uh, so I, I sent the uh, the gentleman and Lee on Instagram Um Who's the a, gentleman? These gentlemen. Oh, us, these us gentlemen. <clears throat> um, oh, us and Lee. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have to provide some yeah, some backstory for the old uh, audience uh, here. So basically, yeah, the, the, we have a uh, it's called TVF thread on Instagram, and it's the four of us, and we'll uh, send things to each other that we find interesting at times. Um, sometimes it's more active than other times, but um, Mamrie uh, Hart texted Grace and said, you need to watch Britney Spears' Instagram story right now. Um, or I can't be your friend anymore. And Grace is like, okay. And we get on. And um, it is, I'll play it for you. It's been uploaded to YouTube. I'm not sure what the quality of this is going to be. Uh, but she's, she's, this is, listen very carefully to kind of the way she, um, she talks, uh, kind of like the, her grammar and stuff. Paparazzi pictures fake, and do the paparazzi people do stuff to the pictures? And is the news really real? 
It's a conspiracy theory that I'm actually interested in. Um, so that was Britney Spears <laughs> talking about a, how the news may not be real, and that's a conspiracy theory. Speaking of conspiracy theories, that she I mean, happens to be into. Um, I would venture to say it's not an all or nothing statement. Some news I bet is fake. However, I would also venture. She's talking about paparazzi photos and the unflattering angles that they get of her, and then they they publish those, and then she's basically drawing a pair. Because I've been thinking about this a lot because her she gets uh, it, that's a, just one of the clips, and uh, she, her her grammar is definitely off, and she definitely is kind of you know she's, she's always been a little bit of a space cadet. But the uh, excuse me, when you say space cadet, you're not saying she went through years of absolutely rigorous training did, yeah. to go to space. Yeah, she did. as an astronaut, but instead found herself in the pop star industry because she was immensely talented. Well, I hope he's saying um, both before you answer because it she is a she is absolutely a space cadet. Yes, exactly. But she's a bit of a space cadet, which basically means a bit is a ranking like under sergeant, under like, you know, the, the colonel. Didn't quite Let make me write it all this the way. Full space, oh. write that down. Colonel, space cadet. She's not really great. And uh, she's also a space. Dirty liar. And dirty liar. <laughs> cool. Um, and yeah, so it's uh, very strange and very kind of sad, <laughs> but also like she she d- is living her best life. So she so. did it. Now, now I just want to make sure that I'm understanding everything. So she did it. She was in her bikini while she was doing. Yeah, it. Yeah, that's it was a, a weird part. So she was top she, looking down, and she was insinuating that the paparazzi make her look 40 pounds heavier than she really is, and she was using that moment to show, in fact, that she wasn't that plump. And by but, using a also flattering angle, yeah. a flattering angle, but then was utilizing her personal experience to push the narrative of fake news, which was really crazy. Um, the fake news thing yeah, is definitely very conspiracy theorish, and also the way that she formulates her words is just sort of like you can tell there's a lot going on in there, but it's she has a maybe a difficult time getting it out, and so like the sentences she's saying in some of the other videos don't really make any sense. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I was like, well, let's just see what's going on. And no one, I guess this is, we've just accepted it, but yeah. it, it's a little worrisome and a little kind of sad. Um, but also, you know, she's in Miami now and now I'm like watching all of these cause I'm like getting addicted and I'm like, Oh, what else is she going to say? Yeah, you're like really in on it. You know a lot. I mean, I'm just, well, here's the thing, man. It, what you will see isn't necessarily real. You ever think about that? Like, how do you know that, you know? Yeah. Um, wow. What see. a, what a, what what a thing she, to say. Um, Red and Link I, are lying. <laughs> <laughs> I, can I say something about this? Are 40 pounds lighter than what we imagine. <laughs> can I see can I say something about the video uh that you just played and the audio therein? Sure. So I played that for Alana and um and Will was also there, William Haynes of People Be Like. Um Hold on, let me write that down. There's took him a second to get his pencil. William Haynes. People be like dirty liar, dirty, 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 dirty liar. Dirty liar. <laughs> um, and I was like, man, she's really losing her shit. Like she's even, she's losing it. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I feel bad. She's losing it, and she's posting that for the world to see. And Alana instantly was like, no, she's not. She lost it a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, and it was even worse then. Yeah, what she's doing is, is she's maintaining her craziness. Mm-hmm. She's not going crazier. And she's not 
normal. She's not like you yep. know. Whenever we see saying anything, healthy things. Yep. <laughs> whenever we see anything, speaking of Black Mirror, it's kind of it kind of mirrors that episode where she was like, black. I had to cross that out because um, I wrote Dark Mirror. No, that's, and it actually thank is you black. for crossing that out. But like Miley Cyrus's character is is basically a a, a prisoner in the the industry in that uh, in that narrative but Britney Spears seems like that too every time we see yeah. her say anything for herself I feel like she found her phone and seven people that are supposed to be watching her didn't realize she found her phone and they're panicking and then <laughs> yeah. as soon as that video is over they take it back it's, she also it's always like have that. you you know we've talked about like the thing where mentally and emotionally you can get stuck at your time of most success yeah. so like that's why a lot yeah. of people when they like have a baby they kind of stay at that age and then if you get like uh, you know, uh, imagine like certain people with when SourceFed was around. If uh, you can get stuck in that kind of like I'm 24 to 26 range of like mm-hmm. this is my thing. Britney Spears was 16 yeah. when she when Oops Maybe I did it even, again was a hit. So and she was younger on the she, Disney Channel. And she, uh, yeah, on, but um, like the yeah, superstardom and yeah, yeah, even that too. And she talks like a child. Right. Uh, she can't really form a sentence, and it's just so it's like I, don't, I know there's no direct correlation, but it is shocking how. Oftentimes, the time of most success and the time of like the, your cadence, the way you speak, are parallel. I mean, the fact that you're, like you said, you're kind of run through the gamut as a pop star, and like we can only assume it's got it's it has to break you. It has to, it has yeah. To yeah. Especially brain. because she was Ariana Grande levels. She was the biggest pop star on the planet. Absolutely, yeah. And then she fell hard publicly, and then bounced back. Like, and that's the other thing is like that girl bounces back. And I hope she's happy. I hope I hope she's of mentally course. better than what we're assuming right now. Yeah, but it's I hope just people like, have her best interests in mind. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like I I would hope that my friends wouldn't let me post something like that. <laughs> nobody else now. Yeah, around. you know what I mean. And it's like. I would hope that if I did post something like that, then I would get a phone call right away from someone that cared about me and would say, hey, are you okay? And not only that, maybe you might want to rethink posting something like that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> really, especially the part where it's like, I don't even know if news is real. Like that part's kind of like disconcerting coming from someone who's like, you know, still seen as as an as a role model, you know, in a lot of ways. I mean, you, that and also just the vulnerability of someone who is in a like not, you know, whose brain is kind of uh, working to fix itself. Yeah, like, that makes you susceptible to that kind of mentality. But I also think she's, I do think she's talking more about specifically paparazzi photos. Like she's trying, she's she's literally doing what I would do if I were her. Probably in her shoes is equate paparazzi mm-hmm. with actual. Can news. we hear it one more time? Can you play it one more time? It might be a longer <laughs> clip, yeah, because that's not that's <laughs> Hold on, I, uh, I wrote it down. Let me uh, oh. get, let me get out my notes. Here. Wait, you're gonna write? You're gonna, I'm gonna write it down? You, you did, well, I need you you did write it? While you do you need to rewrite it? it? Well, no, I need you to trace give me some uh, paper crumpling sound. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> some page <Shit>. turning. <laughs> here, let me scratch my back. Just use the same track here, really quick. You gonna scratch your back with that pencil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hold on, I got a niche. There we go. Hold on, it's like ah. It's, hey, wait, here, Steve, can you help me out? Here? Yeah, let me help you. Ah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. does your back sound like a piece of paper when um, I rub my pencil? Because I on have it. never put any lotion on here it you ever. Go. Joe, let's turn these pages for a second. Let's just watch. Let me add. Oh, here, here we go. Hang on. <laughs> that sounds like a giant, giant library book. <laughs> a giant reading a book. Here we go. You ready? <laughs> I got. I'm gonna get an ad. Yes, so. chapter one. Pictures fake, and do the paparazzi people do stuff to the pictures? And is the 
conspiracy theory that I'm actually interested in. Is the news really real is an aside. It's not, it has nothing to do with the paparazzi there. <laughs> They are always subject to really criticize. And they're not, not on time. time. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand the not on time part. It's sort of like, oh, I think what she's saying or, or, or trying to say is that sometimes people are going, you posted this photo today, but this was a week ago. You were actually in whatever. Whoa. So now she's been doing these kind of strange like Instagram things of here I am, I'm here, this photo was taken yeah. then. Like, I'm, see, it's real. And she's starting to think Ooh. that people Ooh. around her are basically... I th- or she's starting to think that it's a. Pa- it seems like paranoia. It seems like yeah, she's okay, like, oh, okay. like the, like they're saying it's not on time. Like, but look, I'm here. Like you're you're um, believing the wrong thing. Like you're believing the people that are lying to you. Another interesting aspect of her existence, and I think her her timeline of fame that we should take into account. And uh, again, we are far from mental health experts, but. She was the biggest thing on the planet back when yeah. the internet. And, Dude, I had and a poster. Instagram. In my room. And yeah. Twitter, but yeah. like what we're all dealing with, and we're used to as like a YouTube generation as pe- of people who have been in the public eye, and we're used to those comments and that stuff. She was huge prior to that, yeah, and it w- didn't exist. And then she kind of, like I said, she bounced back and stuff. So she had that old fame, yeah, nineteen nineties fame, and now she's kind of as a br- broken ish person, it seems, dealing with the internet side. But of again, fame still as less, well. and that's just that's less like two different worlds, yep. man. Less. She seems less troubled than she was when she was like shaving her head and stuff. Remember when she did that? Yeah. When we were working at SourceFed and that was like well, scary that was 2007. stuff. 2007. Yeah. That was way back. So um, le- less, she seems <clears throat> more stable than that. Regardless of where she is stability wise, I can't say that I'd be any better or worse having gone through what she's gone yeah. through. Oh, so that's sure. That's its own sort of like just a side of sure. like, there's no world. I'm saying she's crazy. Or, no. or on the flip side, I'm, I'm not sitting here going like, I'm really worried about Britney Spears. But there is a little bit of like, uh, you just hate to see it. Yeah. <laughs> you like, hate to see you it. You just hate to see it. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, but I guess it's one of those things where it's like, don't meet your heroes, sort of, you know, like just kind of like appreciate yeah. the music and the art they made. Kind of let them have their personal life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really think that there's a lot of that in mm-hmm. the world with celebrities that you kind of find out are like, oh, maybe they're not saying the best stuff publicly, <laughs> and oh, maybe they're not taking the best political stances. We just and, know too much now. We know, yeah, we yeah. Have too much information. Well, and you can use that term, the whole the being on the right side of history and stuff like that. But you know, there's that argument's going to be there for whatever side of history got the internet. That's the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're I don't right. care how you divide it. Hang on, let me write that down. Okay. <laughs> Well, now that you've turned it to a fresh page, yes. now there you can take go. your notes. Okay. And Elliot is a liar, biggest liar. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, dirty, uh, dirty, 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 insert. Elliot, yeah, dirty, 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 dirty liar. Oh, uh, two T's. Oh, two T's. <laughs> two T's. No, 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 no. Sorry. No you said two T's. Two T's. In Sorry. Yeah, excellent. Put, Not hey, dirty. Let me cross that out. Okay. And then let me put two T's. Ooh, ooh. hey, hey, hey. I'm sorry, can I have a moment while I write two T's, yes, please? please? sorry. One T. And don't forget to cross it. You still have to cross both of them. Shit. Two T's. Okay, hold on, let me cross them now. 
well, great. Now I got to use another page. So let me turn, <laughs> let me turn the page. And then, and um, here, can I borrow your pencil really Absolutely, quick? Absolutely, Joe. I just want to draw one of those cool S's. Please don't draw it on that page, though. Those S's are actually on the wrong side of history. (laughs) (laughs) Never stop writing (laughs) when you turn the page. Just write while you turn through it. That's Um, so fun. Anyway, that's a fun treat. Man, what a weird little path um, we just went down. I can't quite hear myself. Am I? Can you guys hear me? If you I can, can hear, hear me, you. I'm fine. I can totally hear you. Okay, great. Yeah. What do you? Does it just seem quiet? Or? It seems like you guys are louder. But whatever. I'm not gonna oh, lose time. Um, you might. Yeah, maybe kind of get maybe get closer to the mic a little yeah, bit. I feel like I'm right here. But yeah, it's yeah whatever. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. Um, anyway. Uh, um, yeah, whatever. That's all I I have, and uh, besides that, just an inc- like weird weird tiredness and all that. So yeah. I, that's the end of. My so I, I so if you want to share something, oh, no. uh, I really have quick, a thing we can I, talk. I about. have really quick a clip of the Harriet Tubman uh, part of the roast of the roast episode. If you guys want to hear that, oh sure. Is this the thing that's not good? No, it's very good. Oh okay. This cool. is the part that's very good. Oh awesome. This is the part that everyone should listen to. As a matter of fact. After I play a little bit of this, everyone, if you have Netflix, at least watch this episode cool. and at least this Harriet Tubman part because it's fucking so good. Next roaster is best remembered for freeing the slaves in the Underground Railroad, also known as the Tubway. <laughs> Donald Trump might have bumped her off to 20, the tubway. but she's money to us. Here she is. Harriet The Tubway's Tubman. so good. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Fun little one-liners. Yeah. Well, Jeffrey Ross is always funny. I just go into it thinking it's going to be a fun little jokey time with some offensive stuff. Yeah. But she's so, this woman is so good. Now, I realize most of you only know me as the black woman from your history books. Yeah, the one you used to draw a mustache on. Well, quit that shit. And stop talking about my looks. When I was 59 years old, I married a man who was 22 years younger than me. Ta-da! She's got a great expressive yeah, face. I was getting mine. You ain't gotta convince a man to eat you out when you holding his freedom papers. Ain't that right, Ricky? <laughs> My G-spot is your Mason-Dixon line. You wanna go up north, you gonna have to go down south. Fun, fun. Elliot nods in approval. It's fun. I was a slave from 1820 to 1849. There was no vacations, no days off. Every day was a work day. There was no Martin Luther King Day. It was only Martin Luther Clean Day. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. My life was insane. I was the first woman to lead an assault during the Civil War. You hear that, motherfuckers? <laughs> I lived to be 90 years old, and I had a hard life. When I was a kid, I got hit in the head and started seeing visions from God. And God told me to leave my people to freedom, and I was determined. I had secret weapons like all the superheroes. I carried a pistol. She just pulled a gun out. And I used to threaten any slave that wanted to turn back. Get your ass back here, Isaac. This ain't the love boat, this the Underground Railroad. Nobody give a fuck that your feet is bleeding. My feet bleed too, and so is my ass, and so is this damn baby, and this bitch ain't even walking. Get back here. <laughs> this bitch ain't even walking. <laughs> oh, Put man. Put the gun away. Put the gun away. Put the gun away. It's kind of creeping me out, Harriet. You're lucky I'm wearing Spanx. I'm one of the baddest bitches that ever lived. Me, all aboard Choo Choo Tubman. I made 13 trips 
back and forth north to south, I freed a bunch of slaves and never lost a single passenger. If freeing slaves was an Olympic sport, I'd be a Chinese ping pong player. <laughs> Named Ping Pong. Yeah, that's right, Abe. They call you the great emancipator, but I freed the slaves. You just freed some ink from your pen. I ought to take... Yeah, I ought to liberate your damn teeth from your mouth for taking credit for my shit. But I've always... Shut up! <laughs> you told Horace Greeley that if you could save the union without freeing us, you'd do it. Well, I guess those long legs help you straddle both sides of the fence, huh? Took you two years to free my people. If you had freed us sooner, maybe you would have had a few black folks in Ford's Theater saying, Hey, he's right behind you, motherfucker, run! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 anyway, yeah. there's so much more of it, and it's very funny, it's and it's fun. very good. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the ad read portion of this podcast. My name is Joe Beretta, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just one, two, three, four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 most popular. With Robinhood, you can learn to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never, you ever... Miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving <laughs> listeners of the Valleycast a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at valley.robinhood.com. Once again, sign up at valley.robinhood.com and get your free stock today. Everybody? I'm going to talk about stamps. Let's talk about stamps. Talk about are you stamps. cutting or are you, we rolling straight through? We're going straight through, baby. That's pretty neat. Guys, listen, um, this is pretty exciting. No one ever, ever has time to go to the post office, okay? You're busy. So who's got time to get into all that traffic, you know, try to find all that parking lug all your mail and your packages. It's a real hassle. That's why you need Stamps.com, one of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses. Stamps.com eliminates trips to the post office and saves you money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office, all right? Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. post office right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, that's us, an online seller shipping out products, also us, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, <laughs> Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail mm. anywhere that you want to send it. Once your mail is ready, you just hand it to your mail carrier, drop it in a mailbox, give them a wink, give them a smile, and get on with your day. With Stamps.com, you get five cents off of every Every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Woo! Not to mention, it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Yeah! Stamps.com is a no-brainer, folks, saving you time and money. What? It's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. So here's what you're going to do. Right now, listeners of the Valley Cask has a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. And the Lord, just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Valley Cast. That's one word. Stamps.com, put that in there, hit enter, 
And then you're going to find that thing, and you're going to put in ValleyCast. Stamps.com and ValleyCast get a special offer. includes a four-week trial, plus pre-postage, and a digital scale. Amen. Hallelujah. Great job, dude. Thank you, Stamps. Nice work. Thanks, man. I uh, looked at the other one and got. Con- uh, I'm excited about it. <laughs> Guys, uh... Thanks for listening, uh, first of all. <laughs> Sorry, did we get you off guard, Steve? Speaking of listening, listening makes us smarter mm. and more connected. It makes us better partners, parents, leaders, friends, brothers, sisters, uncles. And there's no better place to start listening than with Audible. Mm. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you cannot hear anywhere else. Ooh, exclusives. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. And Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more. All professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars. And Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post. Delivered daily to the Audible app. Thank you, Audible. And with the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime at the gym, while commuting, on the go, and on any device. It'll always pick up right where you left off, too. And Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges. That's credits you can roll over for a year and a library you keep forever, even if you cancel. Beautiful. So guys, start listening with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals, which are exclusive to Audible, are free. So why don't you visit audible.com slash valleycast. That's audible.com slash valleycast or text ValleyCast, V-A-L-L-E-Y-C-A-S-T, all one word, to 500-500. That's right, guys. Get that 30-day Audible trial with your free stuff, your first audiobook, audible.com slash ValleyCast, or text ValleyCast to 500-500. Thank you, Steve. Amen. Oh, Christmas Uh, tree. What's your favorite Audible book that you've audibled? Well, I listen to The Road Less Traveled. It's my favorite book. Period. But currently, I'm doing the Start With Why book. Oh, wait! Breaking news, guys! Harry Potter! Mm hmm. I think. Harry Potter! Mm hmm. So you, you see now. Uh-huh. Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts, or any other audiobooks, are on audible.com slash valleycast. That's right, Harry Potter is on. <laughs> Audible. <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you for throwing that in there. Just so, you. just in case you guys didn't know. Well, what do you say we take this ad reads portion of the show and we just uh, expel, expelliarmus it, expel, expel, uh, get on out of here. We're gonna put a spell. We're gonna get it. Get like a. That's tree. right. We're or gonna... Fantastic Beasts as well. Yeah. All right. Audible.com slash Valleycast. Are you drunk? Back to the Valleycast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so E3 is going on right now. Yeah, um, it is going. We're on in the right midst now. of, and there's been some fun announcements that I just want to talk about with you guys, because um, I think we can we can dive in a little bit. And Steve, you'll have to help me out because I think you're probably in uh, plugged in a little bit more. Just a little bit. I haven't been paying too much attention to the latest announcements and stuff, but I've seen. I'm excited about the Nintendo announcements yeah, there's more a than lot anything. That I'm really, really freaking jazzed about, and uh, for a lot of reasons. One, a lot of the video game playing that I've been doing recently has been Nintendo Switch based. Specifically, Same. Breath of I'm, the Wild. I'm obsessed with the Switch right now. Yeah. Breath it's of the such Wild. Such a fun system. They they did a fun, awkward. It's always awkward. 
Nintendo <clears throat> has the most awkward announcements and, and presentations, yeah. and it's always weird, <laughs> yeah. and it's always odd jokes that fall flat, but it's cute because it's Nintendo, mm-hmm. and it's the, the new president's name, you know his name, right? Oh, it's not Reggie. No, Fiamini Reggie anymore. stepped down, and a new dude came in whose last name is legitimately oh, Bowser. no joke yeah. Bowser. Yeah, is yeah, the yeah. Nintendo president, a uh, yeah. U.S. president of yeah, Nintendo, yeah, yeah. Is, Nintendo anyways, of America. Nintendo yeah. of America. Weird. Anyways, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, the woman who played Harry Tubman, really quick, her name is Yama, ya, Yama Yamanika Yamanika Saunders. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's funny. Um. Anyways, Sorry. they anyway. The, so they yeah, do their the- <laughs> whole presentation, and it, nothing's really mind blowing at the time. There's some fun announcements, and then right at the end, they they do the thing that they always do. They're like, "Oh, and one more thing." Yeah, and then yeah. they go to this really cool trailer for Breath of the Wild 2, which makes me really happy. And it looks like a, maybe a co-op dungeon crawler with Jesus. Zelda and Oof. Link. Ah, looks great. It's We're same, heading into some fun same, game time. Same art, same everything. So that's going to be fun. I'm excited for that. And they also uh, showed more footage of Link's Awakening, mm-hmm. the remastered remake, which, Elliot, you have to play. I'm excited, man. I'm yeah. really excited. I mean... We should at least do a thing where it's like Elliot plays Link's Awakening on the stream or that something. That would be fun. I mean, I was that was never my like go-to game, so it's not like Sure, but it's it a remake be, to an old yeah, one. Yeah, which I think is great. Yeah. But I I would rather I'm sorry, play remaster. Uh, I'd rather play Breath of the Wild. Dude, you may never come back if you yeah, play Breath yeah, of the Wild. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have a video game that I can play and but it's literally like for me it's these types of things where I buy the system to play that one game. Mm-hmm. And then um, I always just worry I'm not, never going to play after that because um, Pete got like a PS4 with the VR stuff. We we've used it like four times. Dude, that's sad. I never never again used it. I also like put the VR helmet away and it's been collecting dust. And then Beat Saber came out, and then I played <laughs> yeah. the fuck out of that for a while. And then yeah. everybody came and had some fun, and, and then, then I put it away in. again. But then like this Trover Saves the Universe game, the new Justin Roiland like Rick and Morty ish oh, VR game came out. It's very fun and very cool and very strange and funny but it like made like Alana and Owen were over when I started to play it and it's just if you played any Justin Roiland if you've seen any Justin Roiland stuff it's all madness and there's this uh, fuck what is that one game that's like a office simulator or something I know what you're talking about but it's Justin Roiland and it's basically just like you walk into a room and it's and it's like you you just hear like the Rick and Morty voice essentially and it's like hey come hit the hit play on this thing over here hey come here come here hey fucker you fucker you, you, you shit Come here, you shit! And it's like so mean. it's like a game where there's just like things like that happening the yeah. entire thing, and it's like kind of funny. But the Trover one is like so insane because there's these like giant things that come over and they're like, "Hey, motherfucker, fuck you! I'm gonna fucking kill your dog." Yeah, I know that's fucking crazy, but I'll fucking do it. And it's just like 50 hours I just read of improvised lines with like basic structure of the game from Justin Roiland and it made Alana sick <laughs> like she was like she was like can you pause it for a sec I played for like maybe 30 minutes she's like could you pause it for a second I pause it and she's like I don't know what it is I'm not even watching you play but just that the cacophony of like sound coming out of this game is making my making me nauseous it was so like obnoxious and gross and i was like it made total sense to me but i've been playing it (laughs) with my headphones on i feel better after i vomit and i dive back in i've been playing it with my headphones on and it's a lot of fun and then my brother just got me this um kind of like mobster vr game that's that everyone's fucking talking about i forgot the name of it but i haven't played it yet but it's 
VR oh, sort of still doing it. I saw it. what you're talking about. It looks fun. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry to tangent. No, no, it's great. Uh, the other things that I was really excited about, I'm super pumped for the Final Fantasy VII HD remaster. Yeah, I have zero interest. Dude, it looks so good. Yeah, never so played good. any of those games. Final Fantasy VII was like the big one, right? Wasn't that yeah. a big one? One of many of them, but it was like yeah. the one, one that many, like but... relaunched interest and was yeah. came out on the first generation PlayStation yeah, and it was just yeah. next level storytelling, mm-hmm. like affected people. It, there's a mo- I don't even want to talk about it because I want to spoil it, but there's a moment in it that people still like weep yeah. about Jesus, okay. when they think about it. And what's cool about it is that they're not just remaking the the game and making the graphics better. They're doing a whole reboot where they're they're putting a voice cast in it. They're changing the combat system to make it more active so it's not like that classic turn-based RPG. Mm, it's mm. more action-based. Oh, that's fun. Oh, it looks so freaking good. I'm very excited for that. The collection of Mana series, which is Secret of Mana. Dude, I didn't know there were other Mana games. Yeah, man. I just remember Secret of Mana. It's, it's technically part of the Final Fantasy series. Um, Secret of Mana? Mm-hmm. It's kind of oh, like a God. little offshoot. But anyways, there's a unreleased... Japanese one, The Secret of Mana 3, I forget what the actual name is called, but they're calling it Trials of Mana. That mm. came out, and I'm buying it today. And it's going to be a lot of, it's a it's a bunch of them in one bundle yeah. or something? big bundle. And it's on the Switch? Yeah. Fuck, I, I'll probably get that yeah. too. Yep, yep, 40 I'm bucks. I'm looking to dig games. into some kind of RPG mm-hmm. thing. I even wanted to like, because everyone was talking about Secret of Mana, um, I kind of wanted to get the SNES uh, classic out and plug it in and and play the original on there. Dude, that's the other thing I want to talk to you guys about. I have the SNES classic little plug-in thing. I've been playing it with the kids Dude, nightly. I see. Yeah, Jackson is like playing Mario 3 and shit in Mario World. We just walked through Mario World together. That's we're, so fun. We're doing Donkey Kong Country. I love it. Oh, nice. Uh, I played Secret of Mana again all what, the way through. So I have questions for you then. What are their, because they've seen state-of-the-art crazy CGI technology and they've seen movies where like the graphics are mind blowing and mm-hmm. what what do they think about Nintendo games? You know it's really there's a lot of interesting things that I have noticed about the two of them recently. One being it's I I want to know what the psychological and I'm sure there's an answer and people have talked about this before. Negative. But what's the, the answer s- is negative. negative. <laughs> Let me the, write um, this down. Just kidding. Right what is the psychological <laughs> reasoning of kids being automatically attracted to animation what i mean by that is like jackson will just straight up go i don't want to watch a real movie i find them boring i don't want to watch it then that could be like a live action a live action movie he just doesn't want to and a cartoon automatically matters to him and then i get him to watch like a bumblebee the movie live action and i can get him to get to that point where he really likes it but for whatever reason we did it too as kids why are we why are kids attracted to animation like here's my guess this is my guess this is my total guess yeah because i don't know but as maybe has something to do with the speed at which you process information, and when you're a baby, right? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Write it down. Uh, when you're a baby, you can process like bright colors, like sparkly things. Like you kind of you're out fresh out of the womb, and you're like, yeah, you're not used to the subtlety. You can't really. I don't think you can pick up on it, and you sort of like the plot lines you can't follow. So cartoons are bright colors. They're easy to understand. They're easy to look at, and I imagine they can just follow it better. Do you think from a young age we're just automatically attracted to an escape from reality? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I, I mean, it, there yeah. was some. Remember, there was like some kind of study about like why do kids like things? Or like the, someone was like analyzing an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants, and they were like timing the the amount of time between cuts between where it would cut away to something, mm-hmm. and it was like insane. It was like. 
you know, like, like 10 cuts every Bohemian three Rhapsody. seconds or something. Yeah. 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 It's just like cutting and, and it's madness. And, and there was something to be said about like, kind of like why kids are, are, are more receptive to like cut, like crazy cuts and like weird visual colors. And I guess it had something to do with it kind of like matching their overactive brains and uh, their okay. energy levels and their synapses are just growing at a million miles an hour yeah and i think it's just like it kind of like speaks to their language of like being energetic and lively i guess there's also like with real or with real stuff in movies there's an investment that we know pays off as a result of seeing them before and as a kid you don't know that so you want like exactly gratification well, yeah. color yeah. right the, the, yeah, the, yeah and it's boring it. to watch two people just talk or whatever like i whenever i go to like a marvel movie and there's like nothing but like parents have all brought their kids to come see it essentially there's like so many scenes especially in this latest avengers movie uh infinity war end game end game yeah sorry end game um there's just a bunch there's so many scenes where there's like no action there's just people talking mm-hmm. to each other and it's just like kids crawling around on the seats and throwing popcorn and going like mommy what's happening and like you know it's because it's boring it's yeah. boring to just sit there and listen to two people talk and nothing's I remember happening. that as a kid kind of just waiting for the action something to happen yeah, yeah. And like I don't get yeah. it I don't care and like, there's kind of a time limit right mm-hmm. like it gets to a point where you're like if something doesn't happen I'm going to turn away and my my attention will never turn and not back. even notice and it takes time <laughs> <laughs> to to really grow into the subtleties of, of language because it's so complicated and, and getting the, the ifs, ands, and buts about it. You know, so but if you're watching they a think- drama, they're not picking up on the, the intricacies and the subtleties of, of just speech. So they're you watching know, a 16-bit. They're in control of a 16-bit. So Mario, how, what do they? How so, do they okay. react? To so that? that's the second question that I was going to talk about. So that was the first like thing that I've been thinking about with Jackson, who's five, by the way. And I'm going to read up on this, and I'll, I'll I'll come back and I'll I'll tell you guys what I found. Yeah, please. Now, speaking of the video games, also fascinating because him and his uh, his other friend, who's also a five year old and has is my best. His dad is my best friend growing up. Trey DeFranco. Trey Phil. DeFranco. Trey DeFranco's kid is who I'm talking about. Mm. Um, wow. He's but anyways, been, they're both five. He's, he's a little older than Jax. But they're five, and they both can navigate and have picked up the Switch and can play 3D Mario games perfectly. Yeah, yeah I mean, like they have control over they it. They navigate can, the environments. They can they can handle the control schemes and everything. They're jumping over the big holes yeah, and stuff. but it's a 3D environment which matches more, I think, of their daily... Um, Existence, just the way the world looks, than yeah. a two D game does, and they have been picking up these two D games, and I'm noticing that he has a little bit more trouble with Interesting. them. Interesting, it's more about the timing, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and the patterns yeah. as opposed to just existing within a in, yeah. in a reality. Yeah, because the patterns were like the most exciting part of a video game back then. Yeah, because it was, it was all about learning the pattern, yep. figuring it out, and it could take sometimes hours to learn the pattern it's of a boss memory, or something you know and it's muscle memory and you don't need to really memorize that anymore and as uh yet yeah, the technology has continued to be released i feel like it just everything switched over from when our generation and the generations prior to being so intuitive that it's like oh if you want yep. to zoom in it makes sense to go like that or claw out or swipe but like it's so tactile and so like yep. is that the right word tactile yeah, I think yeah, it's, tactile that's right. is I always get tactile and textile confused, and there's different things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's... I, <laughs> Wait, it, hold on. Let me write that down real quick. Yeah, sorry, Joe. Tactile and textile. It's crazy that the sound effect keeps happening at the same time. In fact, hold on. I just wanted to play with my marbles. Hold on. I have too many marbles. Just rolling them down. Okay, our different things. 
in fact. I'm getting nauseous. Hold on, let me sharpen my pencil. <laughs> With my lawnmower. What's happening? <laughs> Uh, so you know what? Uh, the pencil's fine. I'm going to sharpen Feeder my lawnmower. Feeder of the mind. So, so yeah. Um, so, Radio. But, but we're loving him, and it's actually been very fun just because Hayden can play, and, and my, my 11-year-old daughter and my 5-year-old son and myself, we, we've we been spending time playing old-school video games, and have, it's been very fun. Have they been able to communicate like the, the way that a 16-bit game looks in comparison to like a 3D game? No, Do they it's see all it? cartoons. And so it's like, this is like, just a simple yeah, version yeah, of that. Yeah, and when I say 3D environments, I'm talking about Mario Odyssey and Zelda. I'm not talking about like Rainbow Six or, or yeah, Halo or yeah, anything yeah. like that. Yeah, or even VR, really. Yeah, not Have yet. your kids tried VR yet? A little bit here and there, yeah. It's, they, they find it fascinating and fun. Again, escape from reality. I got another idea, uh, guess on the thing. Please. The, did I lose it? I think I had it. Uh-oh. When we're watching stuff mm-hmm. as older kids or playing stuff as older kids, I think there's a part of us that is playing it, and that part of us that might get ocu- or might um, get bored in some way is also being occupied by whether or not it's a good movie or whether or not the person's doing the a good job. The critical part of our brain, and we're assessing exam- it. Yeah, yeah, and they don't have that, so they're just they're watching it. And so if it's boring to them, there's nothing to. Ke- they don't need to convince themselves to be yeah. entertained. They're like, this is. It's like a, maybe they're just more honest. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, definitely. And more their brains honest. are their brains are mushy and small. We know we know kids are more honest weak. for their sure because kids pushable. kids say shit that like you're like ooh I would don't say that like don't say they that they do me. but they're also they also say wrong stuff all the time because they're so dumb I guess that's true but like wrong <laughs> wrong is not maybe wrongs the for example like have you ever heard a kid go up to someone who's like a little overweight and go like look at this fat like you're fat it's been, pro- been a problem with Jackson lately. right right and yeah. it's like has it really he, yeah but he's not saying it with any malicious intent I know, he's just yeah. describing yeah. things right because that right, yeah. it's just an unfiltered truth mm-hmm. really you're just looking at something and you're like oh that's what that is and you're just yep. saying it you haven't learned to be like oh that could hurt someone's feelings Really, you right. know, and and yeah. But you also see kids walk up to adults and be like, the "Rocket ship takes off four. You want to go <laughs> right, to the ice cream right. shop and sip?" You know, and you're like, "You don't know what you're talking right, about." Right, right, right. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, one question for you because I saw the announcement and I haven't dove in at all. There's new Xbox coming out. Is that what yeah, it is? next year, I guess. Have, but did I, they release specs? Or I don't anything, know. Let or? me let me see what I can find out about um, it. Let while you're looking that up, I was on Reddit uh, last night and I found this. Have you guys ever watched the speech by Tom Hanks at CES? And I after, just saw a link to it today, and I didn't watch it. Say it again. I, this I always forget. This podcast is coming out like way after this stuff is going to be popular. It's Tom Hanks, and supposedly they put in his contract that he had to speak at CES, <laughs> and he one of his movie contracts. Yeah, <laughs> for what? for. Angels and Demons that he got paid. Oh, so this was uh, years 50, ago. Yeah, 2008. And he got paid like $50 million or something. Um, like just for, for the uh, CES part or for the whole thing? For the whole movie. But in it is some kind of press thing where he had to do this speech. Oh, my and God. And so he gets up and for 12 minutes he just trashes Sony <laughs> and uh, improvs like the entire thing. Let me Wait, s- should I pull it up here so we can get cleaner audio? Yes. So I, is it easier if I send you a link? Or uh, that... No, I can just pull it up. Is it just Tom Hanks CES? Up, yeah, and I'll you'll tell see you guys it. about a social media, a Twitter or Instagram thing that I've wanted to start doing just called Tom Hanks Porn. Where I get a typewriter and I at Tom Hanks and I just talk dirty to a typewriter. <laughs> like nice. a classic old one the whole time. Um, That's very but before you play this, Steve, play like the first, like I'd say a little bit and then skip to like the last 45 seconds. Okay. 
So this is some kind of intro. So he just walks out, and somebody else has written this speech. He has not read it. Okay, so he's walking out. He looked up at the big screen. It says Angels and Demons. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He could host the Oscars. I couldn't have been more moved by Gary's presentation. (laughs) He's walking. He keeps walking back and forth to try to seem interesting. Like he's joking about the motivational speaker people or like speaker people that just walk oh, past. He makes fun of everyone. Wow, why have I never seen this? What a cup of coffee wake up Gary Shapiro is. In case you didn't miss his many important points, I will now repeat his entire speech off the teleprompter. I have to confess I am not here to promote that movie or to curry favor with the executives at Sony. Oh no, I'm here simply because of Betamax regret. I with VHS, what a fool I was. What a different world this would have been had I only been one of the 600 people that bought Betamax. What was I doing thinking that television was better than Atari? I have no voice or vision when it comes to consumer electronics. I'm a dope. I bought a TV from RCA in 1974. This is how bad I was. I went to laser discs, and not the ones that are read by lasers. No, the ones that actually played by a stylus. I have a garage full of them, and they're all for sale on eBay, <laughs> 50 cents a piece. Now, doing? before I begin, I, I think he's literally reading the, the other two words that have been written for me by a lowly Sony marketing executive. <laughs> there it is. <coughs> Let me say that the first Sony product I ever saw was a massive, actually, quote-unquote, portable reel-to-reel tape recorder the size of a singer's sewing machine. Oh, gosh, did I want one of those, but I couldn't afford the 120 bucks. No, so what I did was instead saved up and eventually bought my girlfriend's old Sony Trinitron. He does it the whole time. Like, like, keep going a little further. And and there began my adventure should not see movies called Scream of Fear. <laughs> Teen or 37, in your imagination, you could be an artist, a rock star, an actor, a director, a writer, or a superhero. And when things got especially dark, say 1963, or 1968, or 1973, or 1978, Okay, so pause it. Now go to the end. They introduce what were basically Google Glasses by Sony, and they make them, so play like the last minute, and you'll see that he's with the CEO of Sony, who he says he's friends with, and then mocks to his face in front of a live audience for several minutes. Listen to me, I saw this guy this this president of Sony, this guy, Sony America. You worked for this man. I worked for that guy, and he did, like, a big, like, company-wide, like, we all went into a sound stage on the lot, mm-hmm. and it was, like, filled with employees of Sony, and he just spoke to us, like, for, like, you know, 30 minutes or whatever, and it was the most terrifying experience He's, he's scared, life. yeah. It was terrifying. But you know who's not scared of? <laughs> oh, shit, sorry, I accidentally started it. <laughs> Okay, so he's he's introducing like the Google Glass of Sony or something. Yeah, like a prototype. I don't remember this. So these these are special glasses, very special glasses. Are a prototype of what we're developing in our labs. When wearing them, so Tom Hanks is just standing next to him for audio. He's just watching. He's just checking it out, seeing what's going on with the president of Sony. Oh my God, he has to. Who seems as if he's faking an accent? Oh God. When wearing these glasses, you can actually watch a movie and watch Tom Hanks at the same time. Look at him laughing. <clears throat> Tom Hanks that's is be- laughing. That's be- Tom Hanks has his arms crossed in a very... Makes- oh my God, that looks awful. He literally makes fun of the... 
Not since Gary Shapiro as Groucho have I been so entertained. Care. No, what, you have to leave it to his exit. So now. you went out of character today, so far, Tom. Anyway, we've never had anything like this prototype before. Oh wow, the audio's not even. That looks like hell. That looks like hell. It looks like oh. hell. Howard puts on glasses is, to watch, watch the, the screen, screen, which I'm. <gasps> He's just reading. The He's television. reading the. <laughs> yes, and everyone can see on the big screen. It can see you while also watching one of your movies. Tom, why don't look at this bad no, quality? Why don't you try this I think I have to. <laughs> By the way, these glasses... Why don't you try these on top? I think I, think I, I have, have to. to. He's so angry that he has to be there. <laughs> I, think. Years younger. <laughs> I think somebody didn't run all oh, the look, if, ands, or so buts cool across. Oh, look, they're so cool and hip. <laughs> this means I can watch myself in a movie that I made 17 years ago on the small screen and realize how old I am now. I'm moving slowly in order for the background to match up. Look how realistic and lifelike it is. Oh, no. Howard, I'm matching you up with my own eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Wait, wait till you get to the very end. There's Gary Marshall. Kenny to, like, Marshall. In other words, I've only worked with people from Happy Days. And you can see more exclusive footage from it at the Sony booth at CES. Ladies and gentlemen, the incomparable Tom Hanks. Oh, I'm being banished now. Thank you. I'm exiting stage left. I'm being sucked into a vortex. <laughs> Howard, save me. I feel, I feel the evil forces of Samsung pulling me deeper and deeper. Oh no, don't banish me to the Casio hellhole. Oh, look, I apologize. I don't want to live by Sanyo's rules anymore. He's saying the name of all of the electronics competitors on stage at a Sony press conference. Yeah. Howard, save me, you're a knight for God's sakes. He is knighted, he's a knight. Really? That guy was a knight. Yeah. Jesus, I want to. I'm gonna go find. Uh, oh in in it, he says they put this in the contract. I have to do this. Did and you watch like, the whole thing? I watched the entire thing. Yeah. Oh my god, I have a new it's, video to watch with people. Definitely worth. And if you're listening on the audio, check it out and just Google Tom Hanks CES, and it's a it's a good time. It's a fun video. I'm to throw so on. glad you shared that. That is, I love it when that happens. And thank wow. you to whatever Reddit user put it up. Except I think the person who put it up, all the comments were like. This guy probably really regrets his um, his username now that, he, that he's made it seven years later. His username was I Cape Runts, and uh, and I Cape Runts. Yeah, and he uh, he left like people started clicking on his profile. Oh. Yeah, and he like they found that he just was leaving all these like well, yeah I know what that means incel oh, like yikes. yeah and there's like all the stuff where you like. People found Wait, this guy. Wait, so, so this is the guy that posted that this posted video it, to be like, look at how people, funny this it is. It blows up. People are like, oh, he's such a class act. But how then cool someone is. noticed yep. his username. Yep, and they clicked on it, and half the comments are how cool Tom Hanks is, and half the comments are making fun of this guy, because it's like one comment will be making fun of someone for being overweight, and then the next thing will be him literally researching gastric bypass surgery, and then making fun of more fat people, and then and then Wait, again. so he researches stuff to make fun of them even deeper? And yeah. like, wow. Yeah, yeah. it's like so, it. it was so no, funny. No, no. It was just like a weird Man, I think like, I knew people like that it was a yeah it was a totally weird to um, with people like, that. like this guy yeah it's like one of those things where you're like you know that meme that's like when or that onion article where it's like the uh, most annoying guy person you know actually has a pretty good point yeah you know and, like, that's like the worst news of the day <laughs> worst news of the day Ooh. most annoying guy you know has, has, has a pretty good has, point makes a pretty good point <laughs>
Oh, wow, boy. I love this clip so much, and I love it. I can't believe I didn't know it existed. Yeah, he's. It's me neither. I, it. It. And apparently, it was for the Angels and Demons movie, which was the sequel to Da Vinci Code. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Everyone, that, that clip is better than the movie. Oh, absolutely. And everyone expected that movie, I think, to do real well, and it. It. I it didn't flop, but it. I think it did well financially, but it won't agree. Oh, really? Yeah, not agree. I wonder if there was any repercussions for that. Did you read on? Oh, we'll look. Read any updates about it? Let's do some housekeeping. Um, Yeah, people in the comments were saying he's still doing Sony movies, and like, well, certainly, but like, did he get in trouble? I mean, how could you get him in trouble? I mean, he says on stage, he looks at that, he goes, "Can I get paid now?" (laughs) Yeah, because you have to fly to Las Vegas, and then you have to for a whole day. And then you have to do that shit. You have to wear a monkey suit I'm and yep. stand up there and go, here's some new technology. I'm helping this guy I am fucking. I'm sure he ex- probably expected to go up and have to say two words. And they were like, hey, by the way, you're up here for you're the 10 host. to 15 mm-hmm. minutes. It looks like 12 like, minutes. What? And nobody told him because they were afraid to tell him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, wow. Oh, good for Fuck, him. Fuck, that's so America's funny. America's nice guy. That's the, that's the, when you can get to that level of, and I don't think it's necessarily correlated with success, but if you can get to that level where you really don't care and you just accept whatever, come what may, and you're just like, this is my opinion, this sucks, this is dumb, and you can do it in a way that's like still kind of humorous and not being malicious, but definitely being... Still a great speaker. That improv on the way out. Yeah, yeah, you know just, what's funny though? It's like he, the way he's acting there is kind of the way he would act when he would kind of like lose his shit in 80s movies, when in movies in the 80s that he was in and like the 90s. Yeah. Like and that was kind of like my that's my like Tom Hanks, yeah. you know. I grew up with that Tom Hanks that was like not Polar Express. He was it. like super sweet guy, and then suddenly he'd be like, "Oh, okay, well, f- forget that." Shit. And he'd lose Dude. his shit. Yeah, and it was the funniest. Money Pit is one Dude, of the funniest Money Pit. movies ever. Yeah, Money Pit. Have you seen Money Pit? Super Elliot? holds up. I, I'll watch it though. It sounds nice. It's such oh. a bizarre movie. It's basically him and um, Shelley Long. Not Shelley. Yeah, Long. it is Shelley Long. Is it Shelley Long? Yeah, I think it is. Let me write this down. <laughs> you know what? I'll just use my phone. I'll use my phone. There you go. We're did you drop to... some ice in a glass? Yeah, it's Shelley Long. Yeah. It's Shelley Long, who was the mom yeah. in the Brady Bunch movie and and did amazing work. Um, Dude, it's a movie where a couple gets a house and the for the whole movie is the house <laughs> falling apart. Yeah, the house just keeps like silent apart. movie style. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm, I I. It's so good. I think, yeah, I haven't seen enough. To, uh, yeah, it's it's just it. a wonderful fucking great movie, and um, and he loses his shit the whole like time. the whole movie. It's a descent into madness, and it's madness. the funniest shit yeah. ever. And Tom Hanks used to be so fucking good at losing his shit yep. in the Burbs. He has a lose his shit a couple of amazing. moments, and then he stopped losing his shit in movies in a funny way. Or I guess he just stopped doing comedies, really, or like uh, I don't a know, lot but of like, energy, man, but like that. CES presentation was like getting a little bit yeah. of a new yeah. like Tom Hanks losing his shit type Tom Hanks um, and I miss it so much I bet you there's a super cut we should watch after oh, this Tom Hanks losing his shit yes Tom <laughs> Hanks losing his Tom shit Hanks. super cut this is a oh he loses his shit in a league of their own great oh every time oh. He, he was so good at losing his shit oh this is one of the top comments from the video from a guy named Really Bus. This is the uh, 
or rally bus. It says, goes to show that Tom Hanks has a full range of comedy stylings. He definitely can go vindictive if he wants. He just chooses to be a nice guy. I like that about a person. Uh, <laughs> so just to, just to comment on that real fast, to like piggyback on it and uh, first of all, affirm it and say, heck yeah, totally agree. There is something about someone who is very nice, but does lack the ability to be kind of an asshole that makes them not seem as nice than someone like Tom Hanks who can be who chooses to be nice yeah. because they are opting to do that over what they very well know they could do, which is be a jerk. <laughs> Cut and you to you the know, freaking core. I think you can sense it in people. I think the longer you get to know people, you can quickly realize that it's not that they are nice; it's that they are old, they're so terrified of being perceived as mean, and that, that niceness isn't genuine. And I think that's what I think. Ironically, what makes genuine niceness is the ability to be an asshole. Tom sometimes. Hanks is thanks a, everyone. Is this a is my constantly sheathed <laughs> knife. He's a knife that has the yeah. sheath on it all the time, but he can take it off and it will cut you and you won't even feel it and realize that you've been cut down to the freaking bone because uh-huh. it's Tom Hanks and the sheath is back on. And, and then you realize like you're bleeding to death. Yeah. And you're you're watching the burbs an hour later. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was like, Tom Hanks. Like, he's still Tom Hanks. I don't oh, know. love him. He must um, have just destroyed his kids. <laughs> <laughs> One of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. anyway. Well, this uh, has been fun, guys. Yeah, this has been great. What a romp. What a fun time. Random we, podcast. We That's talked uh, a lot about, uh, yeah. what did we talk about? We ran the gamut of a lot of things. things. We talked about- Britney Spears, Rhett, Tom Hanks, Rhett video Link games. Link lying, uh, Stellar Rush being a piece of shit. Uh, what else? What That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Actually, uh, I could check my notes really quick. Should I check my notes check and see notes. what we wrote down here? Um, we yeah, are... Let me get through these pages here. Let check me go the back. Minutes. Check the minutes. Let me go back a few pages so that we can make okay. sure we're going back to uh, the right page. Mm-hmm. Also, oh, there's my S. Weird just pages. Back, just Odd. Are they magnetized? I'm just trying to go fast. Mm-hmm. They're just heavy. They're Very cool. consistent. It's parchment. Um, we're also, Thank you. I'm consistent. I am a consistent person. I think it's the upcoming episode of your show after the one that will be coming up when we release this, not the new, not the premiere. But we're also going to be um, doing kind of a goal-oriented thing with our Patreons uh, this summer and trying to. Um, there's basically going to be some. Uh, if we get to, a, we're going to set a goal, and if it hits a certain number, we're going to. I'm going to do. It's going to do some body crazy. Oh yeah, we're still doing that. That's right. Yeah. That's right. yeah. Um, so that's coming out, yeah. and that's yeah. yeah. So get excited about that. And How in the close meantime, are we to the goal? Uh, it would be a it'd be a big life changing thing for us <laughs> um, if it had. That, that's why I was like, I made it high enough that I because okay. I don't worry. Okay. Okay. So um, we're probably not close. It's making. A, <laughs> we're trying to gamify a little bit. Oh, we but, have a special um, guest on the, your show this week too. Yeah. And so anyway, go to. Oh really? That's cool. Go to patreon.com slash the valley folk thank you guys so much and um we'll see you soon yeah we love you guys and don't forget to write down uh, um Mm -hmm. the p.o box number goodbye